Hey everyone, welcome to Aftertaste Movie Reviews, and we are here talking about Todd Phillips' Joker film, and I am joined by my normal co-host, Chelsea Rodriguez. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing good. We saw Joker last night a little bit early, and we're very excited to talk about it and just kind of get it out there. Um, just to jump right into this film, Chelsea, how did you how did you feel when you first watched it? When I first watched it, I had left the theater very much just kind of like in a daze, but I mean that in an entirely good way. Granted, we saw it at a pretty late screening, but that aside, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was very, very good. And I actually am going to see it again tomorrow and kind of let it um, sink in a little bit more with its like thematic themes and Mm -hmm. everything like that. But first impressions, I thought it was very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, this movie is, there's a lot of layers to it. And this is a film that's been in the central uh, mind of a lot of the movie circles for a long time, ever since it debuted at Venice. Um, It was a film that won the Venice Festival and had a lot of buzz. It was, it was a lot of notoriety for, it had an eight minute standing ovation when it first um, happened to be there. And ever since then, there has been a narrative in the communities talking about this film's uh, story, uh, a lot of issues that might arise with the film, but generally a lot of the glorious craftsmanship that comes with making a movie like this. Um, So just to kind of jump in, this film is starring Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck. just kind of the movie starts off with him just kind of just a guy going through a real rough time and he he's he's this clown who's misunderstood and it really is a, a character story more than it is a comic book story isn't it Charles? yes it's definitely like a deconstruction of a character yeah it's it sorry about that i'll cut that um it's it's if people go into this film thinking that they're going to see a movie starring uh, Jared Leto, basically anything to do with the DCEU, they're going to run into some big problems with this film. Um, in a lot of ways, this film could have been just made for as an original film itself without this Joker added on to it. Um, in a lot of ways, the film, first off, was gloriously made. Um, Joaquin Phoenix was at, I believe, at his best. He very much slimmed down for this role, and he took it very, very seriously. I know mm-hmm. that he did tons of research on a lot of these illnesses. Yeah, and he really went fully in depth. And the movie itself was very, I'd say, it's very politically charged, and it's it's basically, it's basically a lot of stuff that we have going on in today's society thrown into a film that um, is basically meant to be a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, Todd Phillips really had a vision for this film. Uh, you know, he's he's used to doing films like, you know, the Hangover franchise and some of these other films, but he, with this one specifically, he really dug in. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he came out and he, he let us know this is very much like we just mentioned, it's not a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. This is a character study and a devolving a devolving life of a man falling into madness. Mm-hmm. 
And when it comes to his goodness, when it comes to Joaquin, basically he goes through his story arc of going from a man who was struggling and was let down by the industry and by um, public service and yeah. you know the government really letting him down, right? A yeah, society, essentially. Yeah, so they they let him down, and it, it's this story is meant to start a conversation, like we said, mm-hmm. and it's this isn't a movie that you can bring your kids to, right? This is not a movie. No, this movie is not going to be for everybody. I do let you know, though, it is ex- expertly crafted. the The feel of the movie is very visceral. Mm-hmm. The you could feel the seventies and eighties just oozing out of this film. You could you kind of feel dirty watching it Mm -hmm. and the one thing that people are saying about this film is that they are walking out of it feeling disturbed right yeah and you know that's unfortunately that's what they're going for Mm -hmm. you should feel disturbed by a movie like this Mm -hmm. and a lot of the fear is that but this film also starred uh, robert de niro as the uh, talk show host um which, you know, Robert De Niro in any movie is always really fun. He plays the uh, kind of the the voice of society's entertainment industry at this time, which is also built into its politically charged thematics. Mm-hmm. And um, throughout the film, he's really a point of connection for the Joker to mm-hmm. get into some of his um, his his dreams, his aspects... You know, in this movie, he basically wants to be a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and he does really idolize Robert De Niro, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And from meeting your idol and going through all this stuff, you know, it it does devolve a little bit, and it, it is a little bit messy at times, I will say. Um, when it comes to the story of it, it is a little sloppy, but when it actually comes to... I think the thing that you've got to talk about most is Joaquin Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Every single part of this movie was acted with such intensity. Mm -hmm. Every single part of everything he did throughout the film was fully charged with menace. It was fully scary. Mm -hmm. And to watch him finally fall into madness towards the end of the film is very scary. And it should scare you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea, what what uh, what about this movie struck you? Well, I would say um, first, like uh, like uh, a starting point, essentially, like you said, I think in terms of the way it was crafted, was absolutely beautiful. Uh, when I was watching it, I just kept thinking about how Todd Phillips and the crew and the cast and everyone involved really did a good job uh capturing uh i guess you can say not only like the aesthetic of like the time period that they were trying to encapsulate but just in a lot of ways i did get a lot of um like kind of like early like scorsese vibes like the way it was just i guess the way i don't want to well i guess in some aspects shot but there was just something about it like the yeah, way a lot, it was of pe- a lot of people are kind of cons- talking about it kind of like a taxi driver yeah it's meets king of comedy yeah. i've heard that a lot yeah, yeah i've uh, i would definitely see i did see like a lot of like those parallels between like bean streets taxi driver yeah. 
which is you know ironic because Robert De Niro is also he's in it. Um, I yeah I to me I I I think I was like aside from like the standout performance of Joaquin, I was just really encapsulated by the technical aspect, and it made me think of like I said Scorsese, but also a film. Have you ever seen the movie The Warriors from nineteen seventy nine? Oh yeah, the Warriors that come out and play. Yeah, yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah. Seen, I've seen that film. Yes. Um, it, for some reason, it just it gave me uh an essence of that movie. I can see that. Yeah, and it just kind of I was very enthralled with it, and I was uh, completely like immersed in what they were like selling me on, and I really loved just a lot of like the close-up shots of i won't nothing spoilery but um of like joaquin and like on his eyes and everything like his that. eyes really sold this movie for the most part because every every single shot of him he was acting his butt off he, he was if, if it was if it was just a movement whether it was a, a little dance that they did whether it's mm-hmm. and there's so many little ticks that arthur had that you could only make this movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. When they were making this film, Todd Phillips actually came out and said, there's one man that I wrote this for, and it is Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that it was so perfectly crafted to how he could pull this off uh, from the laughs to the research he did. He, he's method. He's not he's not Jared Leto method, but he's, he's, he's a method actor that took this role very seriously. Yeah. He's an enigma essentially. He's, he's very much, I mean, I've always considered him to be a lot like Daniel Day Lewis, which is very similar. He only takes roles that are going to be something that challenges him. Mm -hmm. That's something that makes an impact in the cinematic, um, entertainment business yeah um daniel day lewis will come out and he'll do a movie um like every five well, years every five years uh, joaquin phoenix is he's in it a little bit more frequently but mm-hmm. you know some some movies like the, some people like the rock come out with like 16 different movies a year <laughs> a year and uh, joaquin phoenix we might be blessed with his uh his face one or two times a year um, he's very um not only is he selective with like the roles he chooses, but he, I, I would say because of his devotion to like the craft of cinema, I would say he's very much like an auteur of it and everything like that. Yeah, of kind of like the olden days with the, the Shakespearean actors that take their job very seriously. Mm-hmm. The, the Ian McKellens of the world, the Patrick Stewarts of the world. It really is a lost... Uh, I'm not saying there's not actors out there like that, but it's very, very far and in between that yeah. you get a devotion like a Daniel Day-Lewis mm-hmm. or... Joaquin Phoenix. Is there anything else that struck you with this film? Um, I think because with what's going on in our society right now, it's very topical. It's very, I guess you can I say, um, like it's right where it needs to be in terms of our very uh, politically charged climate with going on with society, with activists, politicians. And, like, even though, like, this movie is a period piece, it's reflective of, like, what's going on right now. And, Very much so, yes. And uh, when, you know, like, this movie, because, you know, it's, it's getting a wide release tomorrow, there there's a handful of people that are concerned that this may be, like, essentially, like, a, a mouthpiece, like, for a possibly a, a negative uh, backlash yes. um, with concern, which I, I understand, but I... I don't, I don't want to say um, it's not going to happen, but 
I had read like somewhere recently that they were going about it like as a film because this is a film you know they're they didn't want to necessarily say like oh like yeah like go promote this or something like that because it did make me think of um back in the 90s uh natural born killers uh had kind of like a similar type of like response and everything like that i would say yeah it's a it's right on the money with 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 everything that's going on right now and it did make me feel uncomfortable but i think that's a good thing yeah i think that there's nobody that's gonna watch this movie and walk out and not be deeply disturbed yeah and that like i said before that's exactly what they're going for in this Mm -hmm. movie and they hit it on the head and um from that fear and just being disturbed, it creates the conversation like we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with any film, I mean, I know that this people are a little bit worried that it could be a mouthpiece, as you were discussing a little bit. Um, and, you know, as somebody who works in the movie exhibition industry, you know, we've had conversations. A lot of, uh, most, most companies this weekend are actually upping their security because of the fear of this. Right. Um, so there is that fear, but it's... Um, kind of like the saying you you uh you may not like what somebody says but you you fight for them to be able to say that yeah the right to say what their narrative is going to be and with any film that has any sort of controversy there's going to be a backlash whether it's people taking things a certain way Mm -hmm. this movie specifically has multiple different narratives that could be taken one way or another yeah a lot of people may see this film as a film promoting or uh villainizing mental illness Mm -hmm. which is a possibility um but i mean just as somebody who has watched this film i see it a certain way uh, differently than somebody might see the film Mm -hmm. i know that todd phillips certainly did not mean to villainize mental illness and his actual goal of the film was to highlight the the um lack of care for the mental illness in healthcare communities yeah which very much is topical to these days it things getting cut left and right in our communities i mean Mm -hmm. that's just how it is and but with any film there is any film like this there's going to be a negative backlash i kind of go back to 2008 when the film tropic thunder came out um one of my favorite movies uh (laughs) so fun nice satirical and it really um at the time there was a lot of concern with robert downey jr um taking the role as uh, a man essentially in blackface so there was a lot of talking a lot of boycotting a lot of stuff like that mm-hmm. and with that whole situation it it's the same thing that happens every time a movie comes out like this robert downey jr came out and um you know reiterated what the film had discussed the, the mm-hmm. role itself was playing off of Hollywood's natural, uh, you know, feel of, you know, playboy actors thinking they could do everything as a satirical film. Yeah. That's what they were going through. Uh, Robert Downey came out, Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck, Batman, um, Ben Stiller came out, the whole crew came out. Mm-hmm. And when that movie came out, it was, it had the ability to, um, get past that. Um, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for an Oscar for his role I in remember. Tropic Thunder, a movie about a satirical fake movie being made about Hollywood. About Hollywood right. was uh, he's nominated for an Oscar, mm-hmm. and that was able to transcend through the controversy. Do you think this film will be able to transcend through the controversy? I I want to say yes because, like you were saying, with a great example like Tropic Thunder, that. 
even with like all the controversy that's going on, you know, it, he put it out there, you know, Todd Phillips really put it out there. And I feel like this film really needs to be discussed, like you were saying, because it hits so many beats, like on a a personal level with a, in this case, like a deconstruction of a man, mental illness, but like going out of, uh, uh, going about it by one, like from like one, his perspective, but then also the system in general, uh, relationships of various kinds, uh, society, social, uh, class and everything, which I also thought was really, really good. Um, cause you know, you, you see it from a various different angles. Uh, I, I want this to, to be talked about you know, and everything like that. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I think it will. I think all in all, this movie, um, this movie, like I discussed a little bit earlier, won the film festival in Venice. It mm-hmm. had a standing ovation. Critics love this film. Um, as with any movie with controversy, it's going to be very divisive. And the divisiveness is going to come from um, multiple different areas not just one it's going to come from comic book fans to film fans there's going to be lots of divides between people who like this film and people who do like this film but i can highly recommend this film um you you just have to understand going in that you're not going to feel good you're going to go in this movie Mm -hmm. it's going to make you feel dirty it's going to be very disturbing and i think something that todd phillips really really does a good job of um tapping into is Throughout the films, there are throughout the film there are moments where you find yourself laughing at these moments that are truly. If you step back the next day, you're gonna find them to be awful. Mm-hmm. You're gonna think, "Wow, why was that funny?" But it really taps into the human psyche of getting into this, um, which is why a lot of people are a little bit worried that it might be the mouthpiece. But he did such a good job with everything in this movie: the feel, the actors, the direction. Mm-hmm. The shots were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everything was great. The and, music, uh, the music and the sound design. Yeah, that was also a big, really, really big thing in this movie. A lot of classic feel. And uh, would you recommend this movie for certain people? Absolutely, I would uh, definitely recommend this movie. Good. All right. Well, you know, I think we're going to we're going to put a stop on this right now for us, but like I said, Joker does come out this weekend. Go and check it out and uh, let us know what you think below. Just uh once again, go into it expecting a character uh, a character study more than a comic book. Don't take your kids, but we all highly recommend this film to you. Anyway, well, that's going to be it for Aftertaste Movie Reviews today. Chelsea, where can we find you on the interwebs? can find me on instagram at littlechels25 that's l l i l c h e l s s 25 and i also uh, run a coffee account that's spelled k-o-i-f where i take art commissions and the username is osaluna o-c-e-l-u-n-a yes awesome yeah she's uh she is known as the paintbrush of her generation so go ahead and check it out it's an electric paintbrush normally but she can do it all go check her out on all of her stuff once again you can find me on my uh my social media barno underscore 922 at twitter and you can check us out at the aftertaste movie page on facebook or at aftertaste movie on uh, twitter and check us out at maybe it's a network on twitter as well at maybe it's a network network spelled n-e-t-w-r-k because that's just our life um once again chelsea thank you for coming on and we uh we will have this up on friday and we'll have a show coming out on monday of the podcast and your review of judy coming out on wednesday and uh awesome i'll see you then
Bye-bye.